The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. How are you today? You know, today is just such a beautiful day that I want to challenge you to make a difference. I'm going to ask you to find the motivation within yourself to make a change that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. And this morning's topic is specifically about changing you and taking that information and applying it to you. Remember, this is not about your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. This is about you. You are the only person you can really change, and you are the only person that you are responsible for. You are the person that truly does make a difference. And yes, I know you're busy, and I'm busy too. We all lead very, very busy lives. And sometimes... It feels great, doesn't it? To be so busy, you think you're getting so much done. And then you remember, oh yeah, I had these goals I was working on. Or I was trying to focus on something that was really important to me. Or I took for granted the people I encountered today. I took for granted the things that are most important for me today. Is that how you're spending your energy? On things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world? And how do you touch the lives of the people that you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? So let's start this morning with learning to be happy. I have a guest this morning. My guest's name is Jana Clinton. Jana's been with us in a previous show. Jana spent 27 years in corporate America, responsible for $250 million in annual sales and building relationships that have lasted a lifetime. In her first two decades, she dedicated her strengths to building the women's apparel line with Nordstrom. And following that, she joined St. John's Knits, Incorporated out of Irvine, California, as VP of Sales. And as a result, she became part of the family and learned how foundational volume built with loyal customers is invaluable. Jana's instincts and creativity have allowed her to be successful in all areas of her life, and she has learned to always trust her intuition. Today, she's found her niche with a health and wellness company, 
understanding the benefits of true leverage, and passive residual income. Jana considers herself blessed to follow a path that makes use of her natural talents. And Jana's family is her primary focus. She's currently enjoying her role as the grandmother of four. Good morning, Jana. How are you today? Oh, good morning, Mary Beth. I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. Well, Jana, I um, I specifically didn't do the gratitude thing until I had you on the line with me because I know, like, you're the epitome of the happy girl. And so <laughs> I know you wake up grateful in the morning. And I thought we could play for just a second on our kind of a, a back and forth gratitude thing. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. Well, you want to go first? Sounds good. Okay. You know, Mary, Mary Beth, one of the, it's interesting. About three years ago, I started waking up, um, and before I left my bed every morning, this popped into my head, and this has been popping into my head every single day, and it goes like this. Um, God, thank you for another day. Don't let me waste it. And uh, that's how my, my um it's just been interesting that 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 is repetitive every single day. And I was actually in front of a group the other about six months ago talking about that and uh, where that came from and why I started saying that is uh, just changed the way I looked at my life. And I don't know if it's getting older. I know you're going to hit me over the head with that, but I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I'll start off with uh, when I woke up this morning, I was thankful for my health. Okay. You know, and I'll I'll just take off on that. This morning, um, in my part of the world, we have a very brisk, cool morning. It was 58 degrees when I woke up this morning. So it was fabulous to take my walk. And I am grateful for that movement of my body, that I can walk, I can exercise, and I feel so good. And I just fall in love with the world when I do that. Nothing better than being outside. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Where I went after that, I'll I'll keep going with you on this. Um, I thought about my friends uh, when we were talking about what we were grateful for and and that inner circle of of people that have been in my life and how they impact my life. I thought about my, and I smile when I say this because it's my sweet husband who, um, thank goodness, we made it 33 years and... um, the blessings we're having together as our relationship has grown and um, my kids and my, and you know, all my grandbabies are a big part of my life. So, uh, but it's interesting because when I think about the things I'm grateful for, it goes back to the baseline of being happy. So you're so right to play that together. And um, sometimes it's a simple thing and I didn't even recognize it until you put it into the play this way. So, Awesome. Okay. Well, um, that's probably a good place then to, for us to kind of start our our topic. Um, you know, we're we're talking about happiness this morning, and I, I think the foundation of that is that in observation. Now, you know, I get the the chance to see lots of people that come through my door, and most of them are not happy. If they were happy, they probably wouldn't be coming through my door. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So perhaps my my perspective is a little skewed. There are lots of happy people in the world, but I think there are lots of people that um, don't know how to do it, don't know how to be happy, don't know that there is that that they're in charge of being happy, 
and they don't know the steps. And I think, you know, I was reflecting this morning as I walked that I think we teach depressing more than we teach happy. Mm-hmm. I think we model that um, in so many places. You're so right. I think that, um, you know, we kind of feel like exactly what you're saying is true, that it is. I know that I have learned. I think I had that baseline that was probably maybe a little higher, but I'm not off the charts, Mary Beth. I, um, I just smile a lot. I had that maybe a little bit of a personality that, and we'll get into this a little bit because I couldn't hear her. Um, I had to use another strength, and that was my face and my smile, and that was my connecting piece to people. And when I recognized that, that when I smiled, I was able to connect with people, it, it became just a natural thing, and I'm sure I had it at too. But I really think, though, that your um, the happiness piece has nothing to do with material goods and uh, achievement. It just really it's um, it's about the quality of the relationships you have in your life, and so you're not living life alone. And I think the biggest thing is your outlook on life it has to do with being optimistic and um, not the glasses, um, not talking about where the glass is full, but how you approach things and uh, having that spirit of we can get through this. And you know what? The simple things are still always the best, always the best. And uh, even though we're not always going to be happy all the time and I'm not going to be that person on this line today that tells you that I am happy 24-7, because we go through bad times, right? We go through sadness. We go through tragedy. We go through, um, you know, being disappointed. We go through somebody hurting our feelings. Um, we go through disappointment because we didn't hit a goal. What well, doesn't matter, but, but what we do is we know that time will end, and you rally back to your baseline, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. back to you. And I think, that's, I think that's important to acknowledge, that no one – has a consistent always on top of the mountain you know that that's really not how life works and we can have grumpy moments I, you know i I'm, as recently as this weekend you know mm-hmm. all it all it takes is don't feed me and um and frustrate frustrate the process of whatever's happening and i'll have a grumpy moment for just a little while and it's interesting because i know i'm grumpy i just alert everybody give me a minute i'm grumpy I'll probably get over it and, you know, and okay, feed me and I'll probably be a lot better if I just have a little blood sugar back in my brain. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, you know, there, there are things that influence and I think that part of it is important to recognize that there is a physiology to happiness as well as a psychology that it is, it is a balance of how do we take care of our bodies and how do we tend to the basic physical needs of our bodies and that does contribute to our happiness oh i agree balance is everything mm-hmm. and there's everything's every part of your life is that how you feel how you you know how healthy you are how you look how what you're doing it's your it's your total environment i agree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that basic foundation you know healthy consistent food healthy consistent activity and healthy and consistent sleep, <laughs> you know, kind of the, the three basics there. And then we can talk about, you know, satisfying work and um, relaxation and play. And then we go to all that attitude. But, you know, if your brain's not working, it's really hard to make it feel happy. 
<laughs> oh, I know. I can't wait to tell you, though, what my favorite thing is to make me happy. And um, it, it, I can't wait to get into that subject. And <laughs> that is something to look forward to. And so when we get back, I'm going to talk about looking forward to things and how you have to have that on the horizon. Okay. It's a must. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to invite our listeners to stop for a minute as we go to break and to make that list for themselves. What are you grateful for? Put three things down on a piece of paper right now of what are you grateful for today? Get in touch with that so that we have you in the same place as we are as we move forward on this next part of the topic of learning to be happy. And with that, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. 
Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our topic is happiness and learning how to be happy. And our guest is Jana Clinton, who, like I said before when I introduced her, she's the happy girl. So, Jana, we're talking about happiness. We we let in with gratitude. And, you know, I I think it's important for us to make the statement, there is a systematic process for learning to be happy. Would you agree? I would agree. Okay. So if you were going to teach happy, where would you start? What would be mm. the first step that somebody might take in learning to be happy? Oh, perfect question. Um, I really believe this to be true, that the first place to start is to have something to look forward to always. I think what it does, Mary Beth, for me is it makes me see the big picture. I can't be near my grandkids 24-7. I can't be on a vacation with my husband 24-7. I can't, you know, hang out with uh, Susie and be right next to her. All of my fun things that I would love to do if I could do it 24-7. But what, when I, what happens to me when I, can, when I can plan something like that, I actually get ready for making memories and I think about it. Uh, my grandkids are thinking about the trip or my brother is thinking about the trip that I'm coming to. I'm actually, what I'm going to do in October is I'm going to go spend, um, he's a commercial fisherman up in Alaska and, uh, he's gone for a good six months out of the year. And I usually head home with him, um, in October, but this time I told him I was going to come for two weeks and he's a 49-year-old, great-looking bachelor, by the way. <laughs> would be a fun uh, husband. But um, you know what? He just has a different lifestyle, so I'm not sure that woman will walk into his life. But I get to be that person in his life, and we're going to spend two weeks together. And uh, I am going to do some sweat equity with him in his home. And uh, But I'm so looking forward to that trip, and I planned it with him before he left because I knew the value that and he has talked about that that I'm coming in October. You're still coming, right, Jana? And uh, that trip two or three times over the summer. And I understand the value of looking forward to something. And what it does is it really does give you the big picture. And then I'm planning a surprise trip. Um, won't be a surprise if my daughter's listening to this, but <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> I know it. I want to knock on her door when she doesn't know I'm coming, so she hasn't cleaned the house and got the refrigerator full of food and all the things that I'm sure she does before I come. And I want Brooklyn to answer the door, which is my little three-year-old. And I want her to say, Mommy, Nana's here. So anyway, those are my two things that I've planned so far for this year. And I think the other piece to um, looking forward to something or being connected to something, it, there's another piece to that which has um, – you know, you don't want to be working hard every day for nothing. If you don't have that peace that's out there in the horizon, um, and even it can be further away. Think about that. It was six months out. So it doesn't have to cost you. You know, I'm not talking about doing something every weekend and doing something every month. That was that was planned when he left in May. And I know I can't see Brookie until sometime in October, that my little surprise trip. So you, you it's not that it has to happen all the time. It just has to be on the horizon. Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing that kind of goes in play with this is um, working on something that's bigger than you. And uh, that's something that I have learned later in life. I can't say that I thought that my job at Nordstrom was working on something that was bigger than me. It just wasn't. It was, you know, 
picking out sweaters and staying in an inventory and, you know, <laughs> producing, you know, margins for the company. It wasn't, it didn't have that touch back to my heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that has been my, um, that has added to my life having, working on something that's bigger than me and that's health of a generation. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. I hear you talking about something else though, as you're, as you're talking about the trips and the planning and the focus on something yet to be, um, always you're talking about relationship. I am. I am. So is that a component of happiness? That's absolutely a component of happiness. It, you have to stay close to your friends and your family. And uh, there's a piece of that that's interesting, too. That you have to make new friends. And uh, I have an example with my, um, with my daughter who moved to Des Moines uh, two years ago. And uh, she had no friends there. And as a little girl, Mary Beth, when she was four or five, I remember sitting in the living room with her. And she said to me, Mommy, how do I make friends? How do I have friends? I don't have any friends. And I remember teaching her that lesson early in life is um, you're not counting your friends. You're, you're doing, you're making friends. You have to be a friend. And I would have to tell her what that looked like because she couldn't see it. She wasn't that little kid on the playground that had, you know, the little girl that had the five or six um, kids around her following everywhere she went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that was a skill set that my daughter's been working on for a long time. She was named after my mom, and uh, my mom was an amazing friend. And, you know, that is something, if anyone's looking at if they don't have people in their lives, it's because they haven't put back into those people's lives. You have to give back to those people to be a friend. You have to give value. You have to listen. You have to be there. You have to know that they're having surgery in two weeks. You have to know that they're going through financial tough times. You've got to get that close, right, Mary Beth? Well, yeah, you do. And, you know, one of the things that I've um, been blessed with in my life is because of my practice, I get to watch how people do relationships from the not-so-good-at-it to the really great teachers of it. And, you know, I have some moms in, in my practice that have um, young children or, you know, I've watched their kids grow up because they've been in my practice so long. And, you know, I have some moms that are just incredible teachers of relationship. They model for their children how to be a friend. They influence their children in how to be a friend. They immediately set limits on things that are just unacceptable in friendships. You know, we're not mean. We don't say mean things. We don't talk about other people. I mean, just really framing, you know, how you, how you be a really great friend. And even if they're, and it, it happens more for the daughters than for the sons because girls, girls in middle school are just mean. And, <laughs> Right. You know, so, so it happens more for the daughters, but, but that whole, you know, struggle of when, when you're a great friend, but there other young girls don't know how to be great friends, you still are a great friend. You don't reflect them. You hold who you are and let them reflect you. And they'll either come along or they won't, but you are being a great friend. And, you know, that kind of education for young children, I think is just, 
critical to healthy relationships later on. Oh, I so agree. Because that is the place when you have, you know, who wants to do life alone? Who wants to go through a tough time? Who wants to shed a tear all by themselves? Mm-hmm. And if you are, it's because you haven't reached out and you're not, you know, one of the things that was interesting when I got married, my mom said to me, you be the best you can be. And I can't guarantee you life's going to be happy. But she was trying to paint this picture that it's, you know, life is full of struggles and you're going to go up and you're going to go down. But she said, learn from me. Be engaged in this man. Know what he's going through. And I go back to those words so many times because, uh, you know, she's not in my life anymore because she passed, but she is so in my life with now those words of endearment and those words of encouragement and those words of guidance are so strong mm-hmm. that I can remember them. And it's just so interesting, but it is happiness does go back to how deep that relationship is with many people in your lives. And you can, you know, how many times Mary Beth does this happen where you have a friend that you could say, she's my, she's my family. Mm-hmm. I consider her family. That's where we're going. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where we're going. And that is, um, you know, my mom had, um, I, I've told this story before, but it's the coolest story. She, I, I would always go down there and see her quite often when I was living in California with St. John and she was just over there in Scottsdale. And, uh, I would hang out with her girlfriends and mom would be, you know, going around the house and, you know, just being, you know, that person that makes sure everybody's okay and, and loving life and to have these quiet conversations. And they'd say, you know, I'm your mom's best friend. I'm like, really? <laughs> I said, just like the other 20. <laughs> but my mom had more best friends that told me that they were her best friend than I ever. And now my daughter's kind of following in that suit. And so it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I love it, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, I think this is a, a piece that is so important for us to discuss when we're talking about learning to be happy. Because it is the it is the connectedness that is what makes us human and it is the connectedness that also makes us spiritual you know if if we are isolated if we if we hide from our world and we hide our talents we we never experience that full expression of our humanness of our spirituality of our connectedness to something beyond us so in it Relationships are such great classrooms for us, such uh, such wonderful opportunities to learn, to learn about ourselves, to learn about the world, and to learn how to be an important part of our world, an important influence. It's so true. It's so true. So... If we're, if we're going to take another step, and we're not going to do that before we go on break, but if we were going to take another step into happiness, what would the, that next line be? What would that next topic be? I would say follow your gut, and uh, I'll explain more. <laughs> all right, so we'll be talking about that, that instinct and that, um, that intuition that says, go here. So we'll be talking about that when we come back from break right now. We're going to take a short break. Make sure you come back. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Find out. 
out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about happiness today and that systematic ability to create happiness in your life. Our guest is Jana Clinton and she's been talking with us with some great topics of how to build happiness in your life. And Jana, we've covered relationships and we've covered kind of the, the physiology, taking care of yourself. Um, and we've talked about that connectedness. And right before the break, you made a suggestion that there is another step called gut instinct. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that. Well, that is definitely where my, um, that's my scope. That's my compass. That's what, that's my number one, um, skill set actually for me mm-hmm. as I've grown up. Um, and it's about just pick the one that feels right. And I will never regret the decisions that I've made. And I have learned that lesson, Mary Beth, 
over and over and over again. And one specific one was, you know, to leave Nordstrom after 20 years uh-huh. and uh, follow a company in California. So it was a leaving Seattle, Washington and moving to Irvine, California and working with a company that I had thought was my family and they were. And uh, he had been recruiting me for quite a while. But sometimes what happens in the three C's, I call them, choices, chances, and changes. Mm -hmm. It is, I knew it was the right decision, but I had a struggle with the financial piece that went with that. I was giving that up to be closer to my mom Mm -hmm. and to have a lifestyle that I wanted to create. Exactly what you and I have spoken about before is that I was on full throttle with work. Uh-huh. I'm very blessed that my kids um, survived my full <laughs> throttle career um, because they did. They they. Um, but the reason I know why they did because they knew they were loved and they knew that their mom and dad loved each other. If anyone's parenting kids, that's it. Well, step one, step two: love your kids and love the one you're with, and uh, they will get that confidence that they need because you've grounded them in that in that. But what happened at Nordstrom when I left them <clears throat> and I, I had a struggle with making that decision. And, uh, I was blessed with having, because I did that, I was able to have six years with my mom. I was able to see my first grandson be born. I was able to live a mile away from him. I was able to, um, when they sold their house and they were moving back to Chicago for him to get his master's degree, um, they lived with me for a while, so I had my my grandson with me for four months, waking up every morning, which I'll never forget, and uh, seeing those eyes, you know, that can look at you just so, all the way piercing to your heart. But, you know, there's a statement that says you need to make a choice to take a chance or your life won't change. And uh, that's okay to do that. And when I forgave my, when I thought that I had made a mistake with leaving Nordstrom, you have to remember what I was granted. And yes, I didn't get the financial 401k by staying with Nordstrom and, and getting that house on the golf course and Mark having the, you know, long career in his school district. We didn't get that. But what did we get? <laughs> I got the most beautiful memories that it puts a smile on my face. I, I was able to be with all four of my grandchildren, just not my first one. And I got to hang out with my daughter, lived three, you know, three years near me during those uh, six. My son lived three years during that, that six-year period. So I have learned that <clears throat> when you follow your gut, it's really where you need to be. Don't follow the money. You would have to – there is never a reason <laughs> to follow the money because it's probably going to crisscross you across the country, away from family, away from friends. And now you're completely at a loss. And you're chasing money again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, it isn't worth it when it's all said and done and you're sitting on the porch at the end of your life going, what makes you smile? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think follow your gut is a huge piece okay. to working on that piece of your life. Can we talk just a little bit about when when one follows their gut, how do they know? Because you... You know, your gut was to change jobs, and yet you felt like you made a mistake. You weren't sure. There was an insecurity to it until you started to see kind of in retrospect, oh, I would have missed this if I hadn't 
taken that chance. So in the moment when the gut tingles, what is that like for you? You know, what is what does it feel like to that it just feels right? For me, it's got to have that. It's got to be, I've had both. I have also made decisions where my heart was, um, what, it was stressful. I couldn't sleep. And I still made that decision. And that was earlier in my in my walk of, of learning how to be this, this person that I am supposed to be on earth. But um, so I know both. And I'm sure everybody in the, audi- in the audience knows both. But what it feels like when it's right is that you have this, um, how do I explain it? You, you have to, you, you're educating yourself on where you're going. You're putting your health before your finances. You're putting your well-being before your finances. You're taking a chance and a risk that is going to put you outside your comfort zone. Comfort zone would have been to stay. Mm-hmm. So, but it felt right. He, the man, the gentleman that reached out to me was Mr. Bob Gray, and he's an amazing man that um, built a company, uh, St. John Knits, and I knew that he was my at that point in my life, that's where I was supposed to land. That was my soft landing. And I trusted him. And I had a relationship with him 15 years prior to that when he reached out to me in October. And uh, so it has to have that. Um, it's just got to be, yep, that's right. It's it's like, I don't know if I'm explaining it right. But when you're not getting that, if you're feeling your heart go back and forth and you're feeling pain in your chest, and you know what I mean? Like, and I've made those times. Sometimes literally. <laughs> Seriously, I know it. I did. And I can, I'm not going to tell you the experience or what my decision was because I'm glad it's gone and over with. But you know when you're making a wrong decision mm-hmm. because your body physically tells you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your body is at a soft spot when your your mind is good, your heart is good. You know it's right. Mm-hmm. And but you're a little discomfortable because you're going to push yourself past comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was pushing myself. I had to sell my house, Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. We had to move cross country. So I was pushing myself into my daughter was a senior um, in high school, just getting ready to decide where she was going to college. You know, normally you're settled by then. Normally that's where you're going to your kids are going to come home to see you. And um, so it was uh, taking. But I knew I it felt right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the things that I know for myself and one of the things that I teach when I work with individuals or groups is that intuition cannot work from fear. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us to know how to sort that out. That in order to truly know your gut, you have to get calm. You have to get quiet and go inside to that place that is still and then listen. And there will be that knowing and you'll know it's right. Even if you come out and you're scared of what might happen or you're afraid of the discomfort of doing something that you've never done before or taking a chance that could work out. You know, you have to get to the place of stillness in order to hear that gut. That's what I should have said. That's perfectly well said. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I've had those those moments of decisions where, you know, I I signed a contract or agreed to something and then, you know, taking my walk the next morning, I'm thinking, I didn't sleep all night. I can't stop crying. What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we, I think we have to be easy on ourselves. We, you know, we, <laughs> we don't come wired to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to go through life to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to, we can't regret what what we have gone through because we were supposed to go through it. Right. And um, and I think that that is a piece that has to happen in your life because you can't move forward if you haven't forgiven yourself. Mm-hmm. You you have to if you have made that decision when <laughs> when you you know had all those things telling you not to do that mm-hmm. but you didn't listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you still but have to move on. Even that is a really great education. It is. Even when we make a bad decision, it's really not a bad decision. It was just, you know, we took a class. You know, we we put ourselves in the classroom of whatever that consequence was from the decision. And it's a great place to learn as long as we view it as that and not as you know, some horrible thing that we regret forever. It's not worth regretting. It's worth learning from. Exactly. You spin it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm -hmm. I think too, part of that, um, learning how to, um, you know, forgive yourself that, that is a piece that, you know, we probably are going to have to touch on in some aspect because, um, I know that when I forgive people, it heals my heart. Somehow there's some connection there and, um, or people have forgiven me and, uh, I have been that, that feeling in the heart comes back that I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's a big piece because we, we do go through life and people do hurt our feelings and people do, um, you know, that, that's a big piece to not holding on to, um, who you are and, and having a good day the next day. If something really tough has happened from somebody that you care a lot about. So forgiveness is, um, I think I read one time too, that it actually contributes to a better cardiovascular. I mean, it's interesting. You know, the, the, how our body works mm-hmm. and, um, I'll let you take that. Okay. <laughs> well, we're about to go on break again, but I think, um, when we come back, we'll, we'll kind of close this up with some conversations about both self forgiveness and about attitude. So you're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. 
She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Oh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning, and thank you for listening today to What Matters. Our guest has been Jana Clinton, and our topic has been learning to create happiness. And, Jana, we've been all over the place with um, with relationships and attitude and um, instinct and connectedness. And I just I want to kind of spend this last little time as we as we close up the program um, talking about that that aspect of self forgiveness and also the aspect of attitude. I agree. Attitude okay. is yeah plays right in. Okay. Well, let's start first with that that whole issue of of self forgiveness. You you started to touch on that a little bit um, and alluded to the physiology, and of course it it does make a difference. You know some of the uh, some of the heart disease when we look at that as metaphor um, is about forgiveness or lack of. You know hardening of the arteries. Well, isn't that a hardened heart? Um, and I'm not saying that that's the only source, but certainly it can be metaphor for something that someone couldn't, didn't let go of, um, something that they were wounded by and they simply hardened their heart to protect themselves rather than moving through the pain of facing that and forgiving. Well, I agree. Um, you know, we think we're protecting ourselves when we ignore, we don't discuss, we don't talk about, you know, if you're having a grievance. I know my, our family went through a tough time when mom passed and, um, we did, and mom told me before, she said, I'm so sorry, but I haven't rooted you three. I think you're going to go through a mess. Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, you know, be the one that pulls the team together. Mm-hmm. 
And that was like huge on my shoulders. Well, I didn't want to be that person, Mary Beth, mm-hmm. because I was missing my best friend. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't do it. I'd never lost anybody in my life. I lost mom at 46. And uh, that was a long time to have gone through. My grandparents um, had passed away, um, not my grandmother, but my grandfather had. But anyway, it was someone that was that close to me that was... Um, in that for me. But when, when I went through that piece of how long did, was I going to hold on to my, um, I was right. It was interesting. And what, what I watched unfold in my heart was I miss my sister. Mm-hmm. I miss her laugh. What am I going to do? Well, didn't do anything month after month after month. And uh, it's just so sad. And then you hear, I have a dear friend, Helen, who's in her 80s. Love her. She hasn't spoken to her sister for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Helen, how does that feel? And she says, horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I have no way to get back to her because she lives in a different city. She doesn't have a cell phone. She won't take my calls. But a long story short, she ended up calling her three days before she died, and they had this wonderful conversation. And I am one of those women that, for whatever reason, can learn from other women's stories or other people's stories. Mm-hmm. I have that way to absorb that in. And I don't know how, but I don't have to live that but I was well on my way to 30 years without my sister. I can mm. tell you that. And I don't know why. But I wasn't going to, um, I just wasn't going to be that first person to make that move. And as I went to Pastor Scott and he walked me through and he said, this isn't about your sister. This is about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this is about you being vulnerable again. This mm-hmm. is about you saying, it's okay if you hurt me again. Mm-hmm. This is about you saying, I miss you mm-hmm. and I love you. Mm -hmm. And yep. So that is forgiveness is, is not about the other person. And you know what? My first words out of my mouth to my sister was, um, you know, I definitely had tears because I wear my heart on my sleeves, but I had a way I missed her and I told her I loved her. And I said, I'm sorry. And that was the most important words I could have said. And we didn't need to go back and rehash because you know what? I made mistakes when mom died. Mm-hmm. I didn't know other people were hurting like I was. I didn't. I didn't see anybody else. I just wallowed in my my misery, and I didn't know how to. I didn't even know how to move forward the next day. I mean, I, I took me. It probably took me six or seven months to really get a grip on that. Even though I knew mom was dying, it doesn't matter when they're gone. But then through that, you know, we walk into the you know the disruption with my sister. So yes, forgiveness is huge because now we have a great relationship for birthdays today (laughs) oh my word happy birthday debbie um (laughs) on voice america but she um and you see my smile do you hear my smile when i talk about my sister of course we can hear that very very well and that was a healing and it was because it wasn't about her Mm -hmm. it was about me opening up to say i want to be in this Mm -hmm. with you Mm-hmm. Well, Jana, just um, we have just a couple of minutes before close, and there's one more piece I want to talk about, and that's laughter, <laughs> because yes. laughter is how how we express our choice to be happy. When we choose to be happy, we open ourselves to laughter, and I know you love a good belly laugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think that's a, that's an aspect, um, that we don't think about, but we, in choosing to be happy, seek out opportunities for laughter. You know, um, I certainly do it in my life. You know, we have friends who do it automatically. I, you know, sometimes those one-liners that come out of some of my friends' mouths, I don't know where they come from, but they're so hysterically funny. And I I think that's important, that, that that's a part of the choice to be happy, is choose to laugh. Oh, it's so true. And uh, think about that person that you're laughing with. I have a, I mean, I have a really sweet memory with my son. He's he's 33 now, but we were he was nine. I was going to say we were nine. There we go. <laughs> that tells you where my heart is, because um, I felt like I was so young when I had those kids. But we were. I'm not going to tell you the situation where we were, but we were sitting on top of about 15 loads of laundry, and we were in the basement and we were laying on the clothes, Mary Beth. And he was looking at me. He goes, Mom, we got to do some laundry. And I said, you know what we can do? We can either do the laundry or we can go to Nordstrom and buy more clothes. <laughs> we just laughed. And laughed. Anyway, I have, I have, we moved 27 times. My daughter and I sitting out in Chicago. And I said, you know, we really didn't move that much. And then, of course, we did, right? And tears just, um, but think about when you're having those moments. Who are you with? Mm-hmm. You're with those people that you connect with because you can just be you. So make sure that that would be the moral today is just if you're going to get to that place where you can have that belly laugh that you're you're not. When I laugh, some I have people that call me to it. They'll say, I miss your laugh. It rolled all the way down the hall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got to be in that safe zone and with people that you are connected with to get to that place. Mm-hmm. You're laugh with small talk. Mm-hmm. Well, Jana, I want to thank you so much for being here this morning, for for bringing us this topic of happiness and for sharing that process of choice. And I, I love, what were the three C's? Oh, they are choice, change, and chance. Okay. I love that. I'm going to have to play with that. That might be the topic of some future show. But... <laughs> Um, but but bringing that piece of wisdom to us, I just so appreciate. And this whole topic of, of happiness. Now for our listeners, this is it's on you. Choose to be happy today. Choose to look for laughter. Choose to look at those relationships and nurture them, the ones that are most important to you, that are supportive of you and supportive of the people you love dearly. Take this out. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.